your own. Thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I am Jody. And is there a name to that song that, that you know of? Uh, I forgot it. Okay. <laughs> Honest? Okay. That was Nick on the harmonica. And what note was that harmonica? That was a C, a key of C harmonica. Key of C. Okay. A key of C. A note. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. A little bit of ignorance there. Sorry, folks. Um, obviously, I'm here with Nick. Um, I don't know how to... What are we going to explore? Go ahead and explore. Yeah, what do you want to explore? You're angry. Oh, I'm... Oh, yeah, you do want to explore. I'm... I'm not angry. I am... I am repulsed. I am offended. You're offended. I am... Uh, and I guess I am pissed off about it. All right. Yeah, I am pissed off about it. Um, right. Alcoholic number two. Okay, let me back up. For any of those who listen to my podcast, which if alcoholic number two is to, uh, again, I can go through that, but Nick and I had a podcast where he invited me to Valentine's dinner. Valentine's dinner. I accepted. Yesterday. That was last night. Um, yes. Before it all happened, uh, I lied to alcoholic number two. I told him I was going with my daughter and not with my friend Nick because I was too big of a pussy to tell him and put up with him. Um, you dragging did. me through the med mud mentally for the next three days until it happened. Like, I didn't want to put up with being beraged about going out with my friend for Valentine's. So I lied and said it was my daughter. Uh, Nick was a gentleman, showed up exactly on time. I gotta tell you, ladies, listen to this. He showed up with a box of chocolates, and not a small box of chocolates, a Ghirardelli, decent-sized, big-sized box of chocolates. Two dozen roses, was it, Nick? Uh, at least. At least. Beautiful, beautiful whites and pinks and reds. Um, brought me a, I am sorry to admit, but a big bottle of Fireball. Um, <laughs> whiskey, that is. Whiskey, whiskey, yes. And a beautiful <laughs> card that I can't wait to show my mother because my mother loves to make greeting cards. And this one is so amazing. I just think that my mother is going to be thrilled to see it. So... He did all that and and took me to dinner. We went down to a restaurant I had recommended to him. One, again, on a podcast before we talked about... I know people will say that. They hate that shit. But um, we went down to Portofino's. Portofino. Portofino's. And if you look up Portofino's, Parker, Colorado, it's actually got a really cute video where the chef, who I'm sorry looks like Mario, 
He <laughs> he wears the chef outfit to the hilt, and he has the the pure Italian accent. But he's so robust and excited about what he does. I just keep waiting for him to bounce up and get a mushroom. You know, like <laughs> it was pretty great. That's what that blob was uh, on the plate. Oh, you're right. For some reason, I was thinking yeah, we didn't the little, get this. Okay. Uh, we had the little tomatoes, you know, and yep. we had it on the bread. And, it you, was, oh. and you recommended that they put the bread on the side oh. of the plate. <laughs> I, do. I felt like such an <laughs> asshole, but I mean seriously, like they brought us this plate that we needed for two seconds on this tiny table. So hey, let's get away with the unnecessary plate, and it, it presented better that way too. It did. Yes, I'm kind of bossy, a little bit, but yeah. she appreciated. But we, but she was we, great. Yeah, we met the uh, the uh, Bernice. Yes, the waitress. what is that in Italian? A waitress in Italian. Camiera. Camiera. <laughs> I roll everything into Spanish, so you have to watch me sometimes, but I'm not sure. Oh, for a minute there, Nick, it looked like you were pouring something onto your fist. And I'm like, holy shit, he's going to do a bump right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. doing bumps on my thumb. Uh, yeah. No, right here. You never put it right here? Yeah, right, right, right. right. But I wasn't I mean, no, doing I've never done I, that. I was filling my pipe. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so so, it's that, was, so, so that was Valentine's so la night. Last night was uh, we drank a bottle plus two glasses of wine. Yeah. We went to the lake. And are we yelling? Maybe we shouldn't be yelling. No, I don't we know went, if we're yelling. No, no, we went to the lake. Yeah. And um, we recorded, and you didn't necessarily recall that, which is interesting because well, you no, drove. I recalled it. Uh, I remember it. having you had it on the clown from the sewer. Yeah, you yeah, it. Yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> It's nothing to do with no, what we're talking we, about. No, we were talking about a lot of different things on that podcast. But it wasn't what we're talking about tonight. Because we're talking about the effect our connection, yeah, I, no, our we, connection exactly. has on That's your where we alcohol, just were. too. So that was our dinner. Right. So dinner wraps up. I come home. I walk in the door and I'm like, look, I lied to you. I went with my friend Nick. I did not go with my daughter. I'm yeah. sure that you are well aware of that. Um... I don't know how to apologize, or even that it's, I said, or even if I should, I said, I, I didn't do it to hurt you. Are you in a relationship with him? Um, one would have to call that a yes, but you and I are in a relationship, and in a, everybody, <coughs> you're in a relationship with everybody that you have well, all interactions right, all with. Right. So, but I'm not jealous. So I'm not labeling it. No, a, no but he's... He expects more out of your relationship than what you're giving him. Oh, my God. And, We've talked about this. All right. I'm not jealous of him sleeping in your bed every night. You're not? No. Okay. No. Okay. I know you're not going to probably be having sex with him, and, and you know. No, we've already discussed that. Yeah, nope, and nope. so, and I don't want to get into details, but, but, don't. The, but the bottom line is, um... <coughs> Would I all right? Let's let's all right. <coughs> Would I like Sorry, more uh, in this relationship as your friend? Um, I think there are times when yes, I would. Tread lightly, Nicholas. But most of the times, I I'm thinking if I did that, if I went there, um, I would lose what I have right now, which is wonderful for me. Okay. 
because but, your, your tendency when we go when, when you go deeper with a man is you push him away and I don't want to be pushed away it's, it's more than push away I tend to seek and destroy like it's not even why do you do that why do you do that because I feel vulnerable and afraid and scared and I feel like they're hurting me I feel like they're rejecting me rejecting I, me I why feel like because there's when a man like, wants you you feel like he's rejecting you no, but when he, when he clearly starts to go, okay, bitch, you're kind of crazy. I don't know if I can be with you. I start freaking the fuck out. <laughs> if he thought I was crazy before that comment, well, boy, so, so, all right, so, now he's leaving. No, now wait. he's leaving. Now I'm so, going to be alone. So you... No, no listen. But, yes, I'm you, listening. You feel Thanks. that you're crazy. I'm well aware of the fact that I am crazy, Nick. Crazy in the sense of... Uh, Verifiable crazy? Bipolar disorder. Alright, so how does it manifest with you? Oh, come on, Nick. You've known uh, me no, too long. Come on. How does it manifest how does, with me? How does your bipolar manifest in relationship? And why does it manifest in that fashion in relationship? Why? Man it, okay, I mean, bipolar manifests because it manifests. It doesn't manifest differently in a relationship than it manifests in regular life. It simply manifests. All right. So, how does this manifest with you? It it can you be. You say you're crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna hear why you think you're crazy, because that's holding you back. That that self definition is holding you back from getting close. Because my fears and my depression are crippling and overwhelming, whereas my highs are <coughs> like so fucking high. Like I I want to. This sounds stupid, but I just, I want to put them in a jar and keep them so that I can go back to that whenever I need to because it's, like, amazing. And I can be amazed just over, like, a sunset or sometimes I'm just amazed if I see my birthday in the fucking gas station yeah, yeah, ringing up. It no, comes no, up one, one, you know, and oh. I'm like, oh, hey, and that shit, like, it makes me dumb happy, right? But I can go from one emotion to the next and sometimes I just, I feel this... With the bipolar, I feel this, it's almost like my emotions take over. Do you feel unworthy to have someone love you? Of course. Doesn't most of humanity... Is that the bipolar? No, not at all. What is that? That is uh, due to trauma in my childhood. If I had to take a stab at it. All right, so, so you're, you're, that's a, that's but a, no, that's my a, that's my a card on the table. It's not a... My bipolar, yeah. sometimes I can be taken over. Okay, here's my bipolar to me. It comes out most often when I'm, when I'm drunk or high. Okay, when I'm on drugs, it tends to come out. My feelings are super intense. I... I have ideas of grandeur, um, hyper-focusing on particular situations. I, I say too much, I feel too much, but I ration the entire time that it's rational, but I know that it's not. Like, I know that how I'm behaving is not have rational. You been, have you been hyper-religious? Have you been hyper-sexual? Have you been shopping, going shopping sprees? Oh, my God. The, well, I blamed it on the fact that I don't want to be home, Nick. Mm -hmm. But every day, pretty much, that I worked at ISI, every day after work, I would go to a Walmart or I would go to one or two Goodwills. <coughs> mm -hmm. 
And I reasoned that it was just goodwill, right? So it's just one or two dollars. Yeah. But I had so many shoes and so many clothes that I didn't, didn't wear. And I bought and things for people that they never asked me to buy. And so much china. <laughs> but and so many, See, and I flipped out on the fucking china, too. But it's... it's. Is that hyperspending? Is it hyperspending? It's... I, I'm trying to figure it's out... It's lack there, there, there of... certain things about... Lack of discipline or what is... What do they call that? It's um, inhibitions... Impulse control. Impulse, there we go. Fucking hate. God nope. damn, that was difficult. Impulse control. I had little and but but I didn't feel like I was being impulsive. I so, felt like I was, I was I was. Yeah, being, but some like me. Standing, I felt like I was taking care of people. If I was standing on the outside of, of this forest that you're you're immersed in, I, I would I would be saying that is lack of impulse control. But you wouldn't listen to me. Because in your mind, you formulated this idea. I have an idea of what I'm of actually why doing. You do, why you're of doing why it. it's not you, impulse you've spending. Already, you know, uh, it's not impulse spending. Yeah, it's but planned and careful and considerate. What about gambling? Oh my God, when I was using, I was up there all the time. I was up there all the time. And I had free hotel rooms forever, for years, Nick. Wow. And you know when I stopped getting those? Hmm. Oh, around, Mar around, around May. When you stopped using. Middle, yeah, when I stopped using. I got a shitload of them before. Uh, how, how did the meth affect your bipolar? Or, I mean, the combination of meth and bipolar must have I been. felt like it... <laughs> I... <laughs> well, I felt like... I, I don't know, honestly. I still felt bipolar. But it... Okay. But, you know, I don't I don't know... I know this is ridiculous. This has to be ridiculous. But maybe I'm not bipolar. Maybe I'm just a really bad drunk. And maybe in every incident, no. Who else in your family is bipolar? No, because I, I started I started having issues with this back in high school before I ever even touched alcohol. It was right around 15 that I started not being able to sleep at night. And I would stay up and I would write. And I would write. I wrote poems, Nick. I wrote so many. Where are they? So many. Um, I have them. At home, I'd love to they're read on them. floppy disks. Oh. Yeah, right. Who the fuck can read a floppy disk? <coughs> no, they're hard drive. They're hard disks, but they're like this, Nick. They're the ones, the hard ones. The like little tiny big. ones. They're, and they're they're flat. They're like clear. They're All cool right, so colors. we have to take them to the floppy disk <laughs> and get them transferred onto. I don't. Room. I don't know. I I can look. My my laptop's pretty old. All right. So do you find yourself hyper anyway, hyper emotional? Yes. Well, I felt, I felt all the time, like, I, I just felt things deeper than other people. Like, it was, like, every blow to someone else is a lower blow to me. And, and, but then sometimes, though, even like I said, that's part of what I blame on the bipolar is that sometimes the things that I was grabbing onto with by tooth and nail and arguing or, you know, feeling Give me an upset example. about. Give me an example. Um, uh, Marcus, your husband? No, not at all. And uh, uh, what's yeah. his name? The fish? Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No. No, I'm thinking... Um, let's see, what was I talking about, first of all? You were talking about... Um, <laughs> I love what? this part when we completely forget. Yeah, all right, go. I was... You were relating it to a relationship, which... Relationships. I mean, your bipolar, how does it manifest itself in a relationship? That was the original question. Oh. Okay? 
Well, how does the bipolar... I'm just... So how do you obsess and how do you... uh, When I am mean, I am really, really mean. And sometimes it just comes across me, it comes across me like a cloud. All right, is this is the meanness related to your trauma in your past from your father? And I'm what? sure that I don't know. You're and the doc. Well, I Basically, would assume that you, I assume that's part of it, but I think another so part of it. Getting close means getting hurt for you. Well, that means that's for everybody. No. Yes. It well, is. yeah, it is. Come uh, on. I'm 65, so yeah. Getting close, yeah. Hurts. Getting close means getting hurt. Yeah. And that's probably true for most of you out there. But no, the difficult um, concept for me is that. Someone can love me. Why should they love you? No, that's the difficult concept for me, is that someone can. And so I do... Why should they not? Because you're a bitch? Um, because I because of the things I've done, because of the things that oh, I have oh, said, because of the things... And because of the things that... I don't have any felonies, thank many, you. I have no felonies. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you jerk. Come on. Trying to look me up on felonchicks.com, weren't you? I'm not in there. Not in there, Nick. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for a fellow chick. I'm no longer interested in you. Oh. <laughs> because you're not a fellow. <laughs> you're right. You fell out of interest. All right, that's it. That's it. Forget it, man. I'm not going to be no, but, no, but just my history, my family. My family is, is not awesome. Um, All right, so what makes an awesome family? Like my, Come on, let's go there. Why would, not, how, how would your uh, family be awesome? If I hadn't damaged my kids. You damaged your kids, why? Because you were drunk? Because I, because I drank too much. Because maybe I, maybe I didn't think through the divorce before I did it. Not far enough. I thought I did. Like it took me two and a half years to get to that point. You thought you should have had but five years. I know. I wonder if we couldn't have just been civil and you got married. Had a had a good relationship for the kids. And then gone our separate ways. Like, why couldn't we have... I don't know. That's pretend, right, La La Land? That doesn't really happen. So you were, I don't know. All right, so you were married... What, how, how old were you? 21? Um, 20? 20, 2002. 19. I was... Hold on. 1996. I was 22. 22. You had a baby at what age? 19. And then 19. another one at 20. Another one at 20. So you had mm-hmm. two kids. Mm-hmm. You're 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And you're still with the same guy, Marcos, Yeah, the same right? guy from high school, the same but guy who took going, my virginity. Uh, you're going, uh, I wonder what's on the other side of the fence, right? And I told my dad that. We had this conversation, my father and I, in his basement. Because we were splitting up, but I had found out that I was pregnant. I was pregnant with Colby, okay? All right, so Colby's number three. So we're supposed to be splitting... But now I'm pregnant, so guess what? Of course, so we're going to end up back together. And you're, and you're pregnant with Colby, the yep. third child. Third child, when what, I had what, just what, said what, we what, were splitting. Uh, I mean, this is in... Marcos and I had just separated. 2000 and what? 1997. 1998. 1998. 1998. And oh, God, it's so amazing that they did... Uh, it's, it's amazing that they didn't have birth control. Oh, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't... No, had, okay. Had not invented birth control. They had birth control. What? 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 what was this? Nick, do was you know my in? history with medication compliance? Uh, yeah. Okay, it's been a lifelong struggle. So your birth control thing was. I didn't remember to take it. All right, so all right, so let's. It put, was. It was my right, fault. But wait a sec. Let's put medication compliance over here on the shelf. Okay. And and imagine. All right, this is your developing years. He pulled as a out. Adult. Right? That was our method to right. pull out. Pull out, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, right. it was you big know, pill you, and pull out. You know how big the Hey, you know what? Are? I know how long it worked, okay? I had four fucking kids with this man. You don't have to lecture you don't me now. Know my father no. gave me all this right. lecture. My right. OBGYN gave me this lecture. Especially when I came back pregnant. You know what he did? He was like, I think you should abort. I was like, what? Whoa, wait. Yeah. And he goes, this is too close. You know, it's not good for your body. And I was like... I'm sorry, but I there's already a baby in me, and I am not. And and the last two, like the Something next two. Something about you felt a compulsion to create babies. I was born to procreate. Did I never uh, tell you no. that? I have the hips for it. I have balanced back every time. I oh, I so, had good so, pregnancies. All right, all right. I was never sick, Nick. I didn't you throw were like, up. You were like a baby mama. I I was like a baby machine. I was I was like. All right, so and, and none of that it made you it gave you some sense of value. Uh, I suppose so. Yeah. Well, it definitely it filled the yeah. need for importance. Your um, husband was not paying attention to you. He was. He thought you were. It gave me security. Yeah. Important yeah. security. If I were to right. name off what's his right. name, fucking. No, I, I'm creating. No, I didn't like my old family, but I'm going to create my new family, and I'm. And it's going to be. It's so be much better. better. Yeah, so much better. Right? That's what you want. Is that true? That's what I wanted. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I wanted. Well, of course. That's why you're popping out kids. One, I love babies. Well, yeah. And that's the stupidest thing. My mom, when people And you were would, fertile, and you were 22 years old, for Christ's sake. I mean, well, and the dumb thing, we just were dumb. We were dumb. We didn't use protection. I wasn't good enough on the pill. I mean, we got pregnant with Kyler because... I was doing good on the pill, right? But then I got thrown in jail, and back then you were in jail too. I was, <laughs> I was there for fourteen days, right? Yeah, I ended up only two doing weeks. ten. I ended up only doing ten because I was in the trustee program, so I worked in the laundry room every day with these yeah, hardcore yeah, chicks. Yeah. Woo! Hardcore that Mexican was, chicks. No, uh-uh. White chicks with tattoos. Uh, no. Sisters, Black chicks. Sisters, yeah. It was, it was pretty, there were some pretty awesome chicks in there, though, too. The, the, the white chicks were in there were either boy girls or they were fucking, well, I couldn't, I can't narrow that down, but they were, <laughs> they were either boy girls or they were just complete, I don't know, I, I won't know, I don't even know what I was trying to say there, um, probably, Probably confusing life with fantasy. Well, there. yeah, because you but would I think do, that all right, out of a hundred people, a hundred girls in the in the prison, maybe two percent are boy girls. All right, they're, they're transvestites. Or they're I think tra it's getting more. Transgendered. Right. All right. So, how many fucking transgendered women were in jail with you? I mean, you're talking like that a, time. Like, I all don't... of them were fucking no, boy girls. No, uh, uh, I didn't say that at all. Everybody loved the boy <coughs> girls. That's what I said. Everybody. Girls that didn't like girls. Girls that did like girls. Girls that like boy. Like, it was... Yeah, it was just kind of a free-for-all. But what I wanted to tell you so about... So, 14 days you spent there. I spent 10, because I got four days off for good time. But during that 10 days, I learned... Hold on. You'll like this part. I That's learned, because right. we were talking about exercise. Yes, and how are. to exercise in our, in our rooms at night right, and different right. things we would do. And this one girl goes, you know what the best workout is? Rubbing one out. And we were all like, and she goes, think about it. And she demonstrates, right? Because we were out in the common area. And she lays down and she's like, so? She's so like, she so she goes, you're up on your toes, yeah. right? Your arms are working. Yeah. Your legs are keeping you up. Your stomach. She was like, 
do that 10 minutes every night. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> better than walking around doing your... And safer. Doing for, this. Yeah, better, better <laughs> and safer than, than doing lunges, right? Okay. Safer than doing lunges. No, just... Oh my God, I still, I will never forget that. I was like, oh, so this is what y'all bitches are doing at night. Okay. Because <laughs> like, right, those so, chicks were in for were, years. These were, these were badass They were in for women. years. I was, the trustees were in there for years. My gosh. And that's part of the reason they put them in there is to help them take time off their sentence. Nick, there was one girl at the time that I was in there. She was driving her friend's truck. They found out later, of course, that it did belong to this friend. That friend's insurance policy had lapped. Uh, lapsed. 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 Like a lap dance, right? Yeah, and I was thinking lapped like you're running the track and you lap someone. Oh, yeah. But um, it lapsed. Right. And when she got pulled over, there was no insurance on the vehicle. So the judge, to show an, or to make an example of her, gave her a year in jail, which is the maximum sentence allowed. For no insurance? For no insurance. Why did he do First that? First time. Wow. Hey, to make an example of her. There should have been. She had no lawyer. She, she, <laughs> I, I don't know, but she had, she had tons of letters of recommendation from, like, her therapist, from her doctor, from her, you know, group. That's, that's cruel. Oh, my God, it was ridiculous. But she was, she was in was that she nice? Huh? Was she nice? Oh, yes, yeah, she was great. She was a cute little guy. I felt so fucking bad for her, but she knew. She was like, she'd been trying to fight it already. She'd been there six fucking months. She's like, I've only did, got three did you, to go. Did you get hit on when you were in there? God, no, not that I know of. Okay. But you know what always bothers me? Huh. Every time I've had to bend over and cough, at least one of the women comments how nice my body is. <laughs> uh-huh. Something like... Wow. Oh. 44. So yeah, mm. you had some value. You had a nice for, body. You had value for them in the sense that they could see what? you with a nice no, body. No, I feel complete. No. No, I am standing there naked in front of another fucking human being. And they want me to bend over, grab my cheeks, spread them as far apart as I can, and cough hard three times. Who, the guards or? Yes. The, they're police. Like they're, they're cops. The cops. Yeah, female guards. When you're a big chick, you have to lift up your titties. Like, and you know what? We were coming back from the bakery. Like, what the fuck? You think I got a spatula in my ass, bitch? Like, seriously? What? You think I got a paddle from the fucking? <laughs> Just dumb, 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 dumb. So yeah, so that that was, that was jail. That was pretty traumatic. What was that? I know we totally got off all track. Right, so you. We were you, talking about right, the emergency so. room. No, we were talking actually about we were you having a child at 22 years old and then going into prison for 14 days. Yeah, I know, but that was getting off track because we were supposed to be talking about alcoholic number two and why I'm mad. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay, so... Well, apart from your traumatic history uh, and your clear... clear um, the impact well, yeah, we were talking about how bad the impact, the impact it had on you... And the string of abusive. Uh, oh no, lovers. we don't need to go that far. Oh, stop it! Uh, That's it. okay. Stop it right now. Stop. Dennis. So, so, um, <coughs> after dinner, and I told him that I had gone with Nick and not with my daughter, and he, you know, I came out to tell him, I'm like, look, you know, the only way you know I mean this is because you're still here. <laughs> 
said if if Nick and I had something going on, you would not be here. But he and I are friends. I'm sorry I lied to you. It was to protect you. I really was just trying to save your feelings because in the past that other person has been hurt. So, you know, blah blah. Um so, so suck it up. Yeah, he he slept in the bed but didn't even try to touch me. Like sometimes he'll just try to you know touch your leg. Just touch my or my hip. Or maybe my shoulder. Did so he try to hug you? So or tentative. Or oh, yeah, fuck. He was, no, it doesn't get that far. Do you uh, <laughs> no, throw him off? Or stop it. What are you doing? So anyway, so he, I wake up today, and I was like, hey, you have that appointment today, cardiologist, at 11 o'clock, because you missed the one last week. He missed the one Monday. Because he's drunk. Um, 15th. He missed one the week before, um, because he was trying to donate to get money. To drink, probably. And it started to take too long, so he's like, oh, well, I'm just going to cancel. And I'm like, you fucking get your ass over there. And he's like, but if I leave, I can't get the money. And I'm like, is the fucking money or your life? Like, seriously? So he went, but he was 25 minutes late, so they wouldn't see him. So they scheduled him for today. So he comes... Today? Today he, he, he comes, ends up in the ER. Today he comes walking into the room in the morning when I, like... I think I just got out of the shower, and he says, uh, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm getting ready to take off. Um, I've got to go see about the truck because his truck broke down. Uh, that he had to take care of that yeah, and something business. else. Yeah, and um, and I said, well, you know, I have to be at work at nine, so if you'll wait a minute, you can drop me off at work, and then you can take the car. Right. Right. And plus, he had his doctor's appointment at eleven o'clock. Right. So." Boom, boom, boom. Well, so I go to work. Um, he drops you off? He sends me, yep, he drops me off. Well, I drove. <laughs> I always prefer to You're kind of controlling off. on the car thing. Um, well, I'm just, I'm more annoying if I sit in the passenger seat because I'm yeah, going to be frustrated you know, or tense. I, well, last night you were a little, you know, it's 55 miles an hour here. And, well, you Nick, know, you were going 40 in a 55. I, I was stoned. And that's how but you were going 40, so I was just helping you out when I said yeah, it's 55. Yeah. I wasn't like, I was like God damn it, like, you piece of shit, it's no, 55. I was like, Nick, uh, yeah. it's 55 well, here. Well, I'm like teaching Chong when Should I stoned. say it in the Siri voice or whatever? Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do an accent to save my life. But I would try to say, you know... You lived in London. You should be able to do an English accent. I, I feel inadequate can't to you do try. Can you do an English accent? I mean, can a, we talk in English British accent? accent? No. You can't talk in a British accent. No, no, not, no. It doesn't sound like you can either. <laughs> well, I suppose I could get into it. Think so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I know, I can't even know. <laughs> like, can uh, yeah, I even speak Spanish right now? I can't. I, I can't. No I can't quiero Taco Bell. I can't speak Spanish. You know, it's not can't. It's I, I, I can't. can't. It's like I can't. can't. It was the double AI batteries that yeah. threw me. The double, double AI. It was like such a sharp A. Double AA. Yeah, double AA batteries or I double, AA. Double I, double I. It sounded like double, double eight. eight. It yeah. sounded like double eight to me. Double eight, yeah. eight batteries. What? Well, what? <laughs> and they didn't refer to... Uh, if you said you wanted to go to college, that wasn't... That was like high school to them. You had to say you were going to university. 
if you meant you were going to past co- if you're going to if you're going past, past high, school. high school. Right. Yeah, and that was confusing. All right, for me. so back to back to alcoholic. There were African American Mormons there, Nick. Is that common? God no. There's not African. Oh. There's not common to have African American Mormons. Not not, well, any, somebody, not any Mormon church I had been to well, before. I don't know, but somebody went on a mission. Somewhere, oh, somebody went on a mission. It was it was it guys. was it was it was amazing. At the same time, it was it was the most it, it was the most black people that I had seen in all of London was in that church. <laughs> they had a, a temple. They they I guess. They did have a, a more no not a, no just church. When we went to church, it's right. a ward. Like they break it into. Oh, they're kind of excited to share this. I don't think anybody really cares. But I learned that the Mormon church has now changed things a little bit. Right? Mormons always used to give Catholic shit for changing up things that they'd agreed upon or that you know were right. sinful and now they're not sinful. Blah blah. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> it's just totally not the same here at all. But. Church used to be three hours. First hour, everybody sat, the whole congregation sat, and there were a couple speakers, and there were readouts for people in the ward, you know, babies, births, whatever. You know, people got baptized, whatever. Um, Not baptized, but babies got water sprinkled. I don't know. God, God, that's ignorant of me. I can't believe I don't know what that's called. I think it's just blessed, but... Where did I go? Um, Pregnant pause. <laughs> yeah. As I'm looking up at the picture in your office that was made by a woman who dipped her pubic hair in her menstrual blood and then smushed the canvas on herself. And and then there's a lovely drip at the bottom that I'm pretty sure is outside the glass. No. <laughs> I think at one time the actual... Vagina might have been on this piece of glass, folks. I, I just think so. But interesting that you're focusing on that. I mean, well, it's, it's right here above your head, and sometimes I can't help but see it. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, there's two pictures actually. There's this picture and this picture. This is the. Oh. <laughs> vagina. You see the vagina here. Oh yeah, you can see her and, lips, and ladies and, and gentlemen. Yeah, and, and the pubic hair. You know, was like, she was she black? No. Because that looks like some curly fucking hair. She's a little Jewish girl. Oh okay, well that would work too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, you could put that back up now. <laughs> no, I can't stop seeing it. There it is. Uh, you, see, you can see the full uh, the full clam. Okay, so we've gone over our 30 minutes, which I knew we would. Well, but no, but I we're wanted, gonna I back wanted to finish. We're going to freaking the, out. You uh, need oh, to let me continue walking through it, okay? Working right. through it. So, um, let's see. So he takes the car. He picks me up. We're going to the house. He's like, blah, 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 and we need to talk. And I'm like, okay, let's talk. And he goes, oh, you want to talk now? Here? And I'm like, we got to talk. Let's go ahead and talk. And then I was like, no, wait. Wait, I heard somewhere that you should not try to get into serious discussions with your mate when you are driving and in the car because you are not making usual eye contact. And when we are animals, visual animals, and when we are connecting with someone that we love and care about, when we can see them and look in their eyes, 
we are less apt to say a lot of the things we would say when we're not looking directly at them. So I'm already looking this far into this conversation, right? I'm like, we should wait till we get home. <laughs> but no, of course, he brings it up and starts talking. And, um, and he's coming at me like I'm cheating, right? And I'm coming back at him like... What's he saying? Come on, come on, be more specific. Be more specific? No, because that's not the important part. Like, the important part is that I left him in order to go donate... And then to go take Ed to go see a car that he's looking to buy. And then while I was at out with Ed, I got a call from his mother saying, I just picked him up. Um, he's not going to be home tonight. I'm taking him to the hospital. And she's crying, right? She sounds like this time she sounds like scared. Okay? Where she always sounds upset, but this time she sounds scared. All right, all right. So slow down. Stop for a moment. Okay. Let's look at this whole situation. You're either with me or you're with Ed, and he has feelings about both relationships. No, he... Well, he has feelings about our relationship. No, he told me, he's like, I would have been fine with it. I know he's your best friend. Like, he's like, I would have been fine with it. And I'm like, you can say that. Like, you can say that, and maybe in your world that is how it happens. But unfortunately, I am nine fucking years older than you, okay? And I have way more experience in this area than you do, at least with me, okay? And so, even though you say you are this way, we are both different people. And that's what you learn in dating. And we learn to do things different ways. You're and dating sometimes, you? oh, come on, would you stop with semantics? So, anyway, um. You're trying to explain the your rules, or at least your perception of how relationships go when you're at this age in middle age. No, I'm just trying to say that I have a lot of experience in having friends who are male, and then dating another separate male, and this male, say, like we said, cod boy, right? Right. That yeah, fucking, uh, no, yeah, cod boy. cod boy. He was jealous of any time I spent with you. Remember, he poured that beautiful bottle of Perfume that Chanel you bought me. Chanel number five. Chanel number five. He you know poured it down the fucking me? sink. He Jeez. did that on purpose, right? Broke, Left it there for he me. He broke your tequila shot glasses. The big ones, the yellow oh, ones. Remember the yellow yeah, ones? Yeah, he threw those. Oh. I might have thrown it. I don't know. Uh. You got me two of them. Might have been one of each. I don't know. We, I was, and, and why would I do that? Like that rage and that anger with him. Why would I? To me, that's the bipolar, but maybe it's just a drama. No, maybe it's just a reaction to uh, the abuse you're, you're... But no, my father's never been drunk and yelling at me, and I've never been drunk. And like, I am like so fucking hyper, like, like I, I am... Hypervigilant? Uh, but vigilant makes it sound good. No, hypervigilant is when you're always on guard. You, you cannot never relax. No, around, I don't think I'm men, like that. No, men. no, I'm not like that. No, I can. Unless you're in power. I can definitely Unless relax around the right man, a the right, the right person. Um, that's not it. It's, it's, it's more. And 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 if I, I just feel like if I get to depend on somebody, they're going to disappoint me. I know, and you generally will betray the relationship before that even happens. Yes, exactly. You will go 
cheat on that guy or you'll go do, no you'll do something else that you know I'll just push you, him away you'll push him away or you'll be mean to him and uh, finally he's until he says but you know, you. you know it's why, why, that, okay. why do you do, why, like, well, there's it. a mean sense of humor in the Rosenmoth line. It's just a mean wit. I mean, well, there's a sarcastic sense of humor, but you which have is to different understand. than being mean to push somebody away. Okay, but maybe the person who is receiving that doesn't know the difference. It just feels like being pushed away. Well, that might be true of some <laughs> people, some men. Sure. However, when they don't respond to that, you up the ante and you get really mean. And, and, and start really saying things that are hurtful, and it pushes them away. And I don't know why you don't do that, why you do that, because, you know, you're, you're a valuable woman, you are a beautiful woman, and, and when there are men out there who have come to you and approached you who would desire to be in partnership with you, supportive partnership, you know, but you can't handle that. What you find yourself doing is rescuing alcoholic twos, threes, I'm four, not five, six. I'm not trying to rescue them. Well, you know what obviously, I, you know what I just he's realized? not. He's nine years you younger. Know, he's nine years younger than you. He's not. A, he's, I'm not trying to contend that he's a contender. He's not. But you're treating him like he's your. I partner. walked away tonight. He lives in my fucking <laughs> house, Nick. Well, okay, not, this isn't a, something that no, I can no, just no, go, right, oh, boom, right, this right. doesn't so we exist. Have, we have another dimension that comes into and, this. And that's not what we were trying to fucking discuss. I was trying to explain a man who was 35 years old who had a third heart attack. Two weeks ago, this man had his third fucking heart attack. 35 years old, white male, in how good you, shape. How, how do you run into these guys? Third fucking heart attack. You think I run into them? I mean, how many guys... I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is my first time. Don't act like I do this all the time. Hard... <laughs> don't act like I do uh, this all the time. Our other friend died. Or your other friend died. You know, mean my Florida, Florida, Florida. I told you. And, uh, you know, I mean, th there's people dying around you, and all these men you have taken on. I mean, the people who have died, you have pursued. There's going to be a and, movie and then about when a, me? No, then when a nice guy comes along and says, gee, Jody, I think you're wonderful and I want to support you for the rest of my life, you push the fucker away. I wasn't thinking that at all. I was thinking... I'm just saying... I was thinking more along the line that I destroyed no, all these guys. And you're then, rescuing all these guys. And then in the end it kills me, but you and Ed are still alive because I didn't I didn't destroy you. No, because we didn't have a relationship with you. That's what the, I mean. If you have a relationship fashion. with me, I feel like I'm... Yeah, good. well, right. All right, so but that's bingo. Not that's not true. Fuck bingo. F you. That's not true with this one. Because this guy was broken and destroyed and... Like, like we were talking again when we were coming into the apartment. Oh, listen, I told him, because he goes, I said, he goes, if you are worried about me and Michelle, like, and I was like, worried about worried? what? His, right? You're talking about his baby, uh, baby mommy, Is right? his ex, yeah. I was and like, she, she abuses him, right? Let's just make yes. it clear on the podcast here she, that she abuses him. Him and, and he, he's a wean and kisses her ass. Right? Okay, well, that's enough. Hold on, I have a different way to explain it, which is the truth. And psychologically, you should not be such a dick. I'm throwing it out there to get, get the uh, conversation going. Well, anyway, if you let me tell the real story, it's much more interesting than you made-up bullshit. <laughs> so, 
Oh my god. So, he says, are you, you know, if you're worried about baby mama, and I laughed. I did. I laughed. I'm sorry. And it was a condescending laugh because hell no, I'm not worried about that bitch. Because if she wants you back, she can fucking have you. Right? I'm not worried about that. So, then, um, then, he, then I said, the only thing that I do worry about with Michelle <coughs> is how she fucking treats you. Like, I cannot Rescue. stand by. No, I said, I cannot stand by. As a victim of violence myself, I cannot stand by and watch another person be abused. Like, it triggers me. It fucking kind of kills me. I said, and we are different. We are different people. Because he's like, yeah, but you've been through trauma too. Like, you know, you were abused too. I'm like, yeah, but we took two completely different routes after being abused. My route was nobody is ever, ever gonna fucking touch me again and I am not gonna nobody's nobody's ever gonna have to be touched again as long as I, I know I'm, about it and your his, ex-husband stop car, it car, stop car and his take on that car his car. take is well yeah I've gotten used to it like I can handle that and I'm like no that's where our beliefs are so completely wrong completely off like he he, he and I and I told him I kind of raised my voice and I said you know what the really bad thing is Aaron is you're teaching this oh is that you're teaching it to your daughter. Your daughter just turned six. She was sitting in the back of your car when your ex-girlfriend clocked you across the face hard enough that she left an abrasion on your cheek. You should have called the cops. I said, in a normal world, I said, the cops would have been by later to talk to her mom. And he's like, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. That's, no, that would be damaging. I'm like, no. You know what it taught her? It taught her that if she feels like it, she can punch somebody. And nobody's going to do anything about it. And he was like, no, no. I said, or that she might get hit by somebody. Like some guy might hit her and he goes, oh, I'd fucking kill him. I'd fucking kill him. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. But like, I'm just like, you're just, he doesn't. He's like 12 years old. Uh, I'm sorry, but he is. He, TBI. No, no. TBI. Traumatic all brain right, injury. All right, so he's a traumatic brain injury. I'm I believe so. Yeah, strongly. Right, yeah. He's had more than one serious head injury. He had one that knocked out all of his top teeth. So yeah, that's pretty traumatic. Or maybe getting them all yanked afterward is traumatic, too. I don't know. I don't know, but bottom line... Uh, you know his, what? His mom... You know his what? mom you know, no, I'm sorry, but you know what? we to wrap it up. No, we don't even have to. You know I what? I have to it, It's like... Uh, it's like marrying somebody that you met on the psychiatric ward. On the unit. I wouldn't know what that's like, Nick. What's well, that like? Well, I mean, you know... What's that people, like? People, it happens all the time. I work oh. in this field. You know, people meet on the, in, in the psychiatric unit after they've tried to kill themselves and they've tried to, or they've had That's what a, I was gonna a say. breakdown, right? And they connect and they come out of the psychiatric unit and they end up getting married or in, in relationship because, you know, they're both the same. Um, we were talking about something else, about where I went when I felt insecure or... Right. Um, and I was just going to say, it has been two years since I've contemplated suicide. That's pretty amazing for me. That's, that's a new record or what? It's pretty amazing. Have you contemplated suicide all your life? Um, not, I mean, no, no. I only acted out when boyfriends wanted to leave. Rejection. Yeah. Rejection. I only your your fear of rejection once. stops you from getting close to people. 
Well, yeah, right. Like, like me threatening to. So even some even on. some twelve year old who who's camping out at your house can make make these statements to you, and your fear of rejection makes you believe that you have to make excuses to him of why you do what you do. Because I feel like I'm taking care of a 12-year-old, and 12-year-olds exactly. don't need to know everything. Right, but at the, same, <laughs> at the same time, it pisses you off. It makes you angry, because he's acting that out. doesn't make me angry, no. Fuck, he, he's acting out. Today, oh, well, I'm angry I mean, about other things, we went but out that doesn't no, mean We it. went out last night, and today he went to the hospital. Oh. All right? <laughs> well, you know... He, he upped the ante, You Jody. know what's funny? Wait, you know what's funny? When I was working at eight, where, where I'm working now... Mm. Uh, the insurance gig. Um, this this guy Matthew, uh, when they found out about him having the heart attack and stuff, he was like, "Well, I was like, so that's pretty serious." And I was like, "Yeah, I was like, it is." I said, "But I, I can't help but think, you know, I did just try to break up with him yesterday." And he goes, "Oh, well, hey, take it as a compliment." <laughs> like he's a compliment. Like that's did you a try psycho to break up with him on Valentine's Day? No, it was two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. No. But breaking up with somebody means that you're already in a relationship with them. Nick, we've already discussed this. You and semantics are killing me. Stop it. We've already established these things. I'm in a relationship with everybody that I've ever talked to in my entire life. Because when I talk to them, we are engaging in a relationship. It might be, you might, you might be the customer and I might be the fucking answering service or some shit. But there is a relationship of some sort between you and every human being. Okay, so, so how would you break up with me? I would do it like I did it last time. <laughs> no, no contact. No contact. Which I... But I would tell you, didn't I tell you about it? I told you about it. Nick, I... God, well, you told that... I told, you, told you about me. it and I told you about it until I finally couldn't tell you anymore and I told you over dinner and... or, or maybe when we pulled up back home. But I was like, we had a really good time, but you were, well, I had my reasons, and I gave them to you, and then, and then I completely cut you off. If that's possible, I just never... Well, uh, my influence on you was negative at that time. Our influence on each other was very negative. Yeah, so, so I, 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 understand, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't healthy. <laughs> I remember when I broke up with... Um, <laughs> Jamie, we'll call him Jamie. Jamie, um, that was his middle name. But when I broke up with him, I intentionally um, asked him to take me to a particular restaurant. I broke up with him in the restaurant, and he called me out, and he goes, uh, I see, you did it in a public place, because you thought I was going to be upset. And he's like, well, you were fucking right. <laughs> I was like, yep. But he held his cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's uh, you know. But I had to put up with him all the way back home. Like it was that was not fun. Yeah, you're uh, an elusive, an elusive uh, woman. Elusive. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm pretty self-direct. I, I, I can't. I can't get close to you. I mean, I'm very. But I'm direct about that. I'm not elusive. I'm, about I'm very it. close to you, but I'm. I can't get that close to you. But I'm not elusive about why that isn't happening. I am very I know why it's not happening. Well, that's all I'm saying. So I don't I, consider I'm, that to be elusive. I, I'm okay with you with that. I don't consider that There's to be elusive. There's a lot of guys who would not be okay with that. When you really care for a woman, 
you should be able to overlook and still be able to be friends. So I think that there are a lot that's, of people. That's that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm. Where and I'm you're at. saying that that's pretty rare. I'm saying that that's pretty rare that a man would hang around and and accept that as that's all you're going to get and um, still be hanging around because you know I mean oh damn it we need to get back on track with this story about alcoholic number two because it's right, almost yeah, yeah, time right, it is good at ten right. okay so I get a call from his mother later while I'm going to donate and do and take it to go look at a car. You don't need platelets or plasma. plasma. So I get a phone call from his mother, and she says she's telling me in tears that he's at the hospital. Uh, he won't be coming home tonight. And I asked her why what happened, and she said, "Well, he's just being dumb again." I don't know what that means. Did he get drunk and fall and hit his head? Did he run out into traffic? Did he um, like what? So I don't know. So I get there. I, I tell her, you know, that I'm going to go to the hospital. So I go to the hospital, go to the ER, and he's sitting in this chair. Well, he had called me. Okay, back up. While I was driving with Ed, before I dropped him off, he's calling me. I, I answered initially, and he's like, hey, babe, hey, hey. So um, they're, they're saying that I can't go home, but you know what? I just want to go home. I just, they, they, can't, they can't keep me here. I'm just, I'm waiting for some tests. They'll probably just give me some medicine for my heart, and then, you know, I just want to be home and just cuddle, you know, like, Everything's going to be fine. And I'm like, what? You know, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, if you're at the hospital again for your... Speaking of hospitals. Um, um, I was like, you know what? If the doctors say you have to stay, you have to stay. That's just what you have to do. You have to do that. And I was like, i got to let you go. I'm driving. I'll, I'll be there. So he calls again in like two minutes. And I hit decline. And he leaves like a two-minute message, which I still haven't listened to. I don't know that I want to. Um, it'd be invisible. It would be rude. I couldn't without his consent, which I could probably get, but still. <laughs> anyway, so I finally call him, and I'm like, hey, I'm headed to you. What room are you in? And he's like, I'm not in a room. I'm just in a wheelchair. I'm just sitting here in a wheelchair. I'm just still waiting. And he's like, but they want me to stay here. Like, I don't need to fucking stay here. I'm fine. You know, just give me a pill. I'm fine. And I'm like... Look, I can't talk to you right now. I'm going to drive when I get there. Because I'm just like inside. I'm just like... Well, I'll tell you what I said because I, I said it. So I come in. I have to go through security. They take your purse. They take your belt. They take everything. Go through security. So I'm scanning my... Do I have a pop pipe? Do I have a pot in my purse? Do I have... Fortunately, I've got my cute little designer purse that Ed bought me several years ago. It's probably a decade old. But I... I Love it and still have it. And um, I go in and find him sitting in his in his chair, and he's got his phone and he's like, like pushing the button, pushing the button. He's like, hey, hey, hey. He's like, I've been trying to call Littles. I've been trying to call Littles. Littles is his daughter. He calls her Little Littles, right? She's a little girl. But anyway, um, so I was like, okay. I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for an EGK, and I was like, an EKG. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, to find out if you're having another heart attack, right? And he was like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, oh, well, that's great, right? So I'm thinking, somebody's going to come at any time. I mean, this is cardiac arrest. This is, I would think, pretty high up on the triage of things, right? And, like, nobody's coming. And he's, like, still fumbling with his phone. And I look at his phone, and I'm like, it's fucking dead. 
like, your phone is dead. He's like, I know, I know, if you could make it work. So he's confused. He's confused. He's like, if you could make it work, like, oh my god, I just, I have to call Little so that I don't get yelled at again. I don't want to get yelled at again. And I'm like, oh my god. So I go out to the car, I get a charge cord for him, and I plug, and I go and I plug in, and he comes walking over, he leaves his wheelchair, he comes walking over with his socks, and there's a dude sitting there, and he was like, yo, bro, you could, you could, like, you could like, move, and so the guy moves, right, and he sits down, and I'm just like, God, so he plugs his phone in, he tries to call her, she doesn't answer, while we're sitting there, and he's like, Shh. and I look over at him, and I'm like, how much have you had to drink today? And he goes, nothing. I mean, I had nothing. And I'm like, seriously, how much have you had to drink today? And he goes, no, not since earlier today, you know, when, when we shared your bottle. And I'm like, no, that was last night. And I let you have a sip. I'm like, you're telling me you haven't drank anything today. He's like, no, huh? And I'm like, well, your eyes are telling me different. And he goes, yeah, I'm sure my eyes are telling you different. Like, they're just telling you that I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm in a lot of pain. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I am so frustrated with you. I said, you had an appointment today at 11 o'clock and you missed it. You didn't go because you were selling your truck. Okay, great. You sold a seven, at least $700 truck for $285 so that then you missed out on your cardiology appointment. Like that couldn't have waited. And now, and he was like, yeah, but I came, I came here. I came here, I'm here now. And I'm like, you're at the fucking emergency room because your mother brought you here. Like, that's, that's not even the same thing. Right? And he, he just... So I said to him, like, he's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna stay. They can't make me. They're not gonna stay. And he starts getting into this defiant state. You know, he's rocking back and forth. And he's like, I'm not gonna stay. They can't make me stay. And I'm like, you are gonna do what the fuck they tell you to do. You know what? You are 35. You've had... He just turned 35 in November. You've had three heart attacks. This is probably your fourth heart attack. I'm like, when the fuck are you gonna start understanding that you have to listen to what these people tell you? Instead of this no, no, no bullshit, do what the fuck they tell you so you can get better. And he was like, no, I'm not going to. And I go, be a fucking adult for a minute. And we're in the fucking waiting room. I'm like, be an adult for a minute. I said, I'm going to have a heart attack because I am worried about you. And he starts laughing and I go, this is not fucking funny. And I just sat there and when I realized that I was physically shaking, I was like, all right. Alright, so I got up, I walked over to the nurse's station, and I'm like, could you please check on blah blah blah, alcoholic 2, and let me know when they're going to be down for him. Because he was here two weeks ago, having his third heart attack, and now he's sitting down here with chest pain, and you guys haven't taken him back. And she goes, well he's not, he's not here for chest pain, he's here for detox. And I was like, what the fuck? And I said, well, he's been telling me that he has chest pain. He's telling me that that's why his eyes are red and they are watery. And that could be a sign of pain. I've been in pain. I said, but, you know, I said, but he's telling me he has chest pain. Can you please have him reevaluate? So then I come back and I sit down and I'm like, so what the hell? What the hell are you here for? He's like, I'm, I'm here for my blood pressure. If it's too high, it's, and I was like, well, that's how we know he's having a heart attack, is his blood pressure's through the roof and they won't let him donate. So that's his association with a heart attack, is that it's off oh, the charts. So, yeah. Off the charts. And I'm like, well, they're telling me that you're here for detox. And he was like, oh, no, fuck that. Fuck that, fuck that. I'm not here for fucking detox. And I was like, 
Are you kidding me right now? Like, seriously? He's like, no, nobody told me here. I was, I, I'm not here for detox. I'm not. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? He said, I can't fucking do this. And I stood up and I grabbed my shit and he goes, are you leaving? I said, I, I can't fucking do this. And I walked out and as I was walking, I went this way to my car and I turn and look and I see him come out and go that way in his socks without his favorite jacket in the world. So I'm hoping he went back and they retained him. But I got in my car and I drove off. I drove off. I, I am obviously a little bit freaked out about rent. Um, but I, I did just get hired, as I told you earlier, to start a new job next Friday. And if I can get through this, maybe I'm going to talk to gonna talk to the guy that I have to work with tomorrow, which is why I need to leave and cut this podcast off, um, and see what he thinks the possibilities are of me being able to make my rent by the time rent is due. And um, go from there. But, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I'm... I'm packing his stuff up. Um, I know that's going to hurt me. And again, it's back maybe to my parents' house, maybe here. Um, maybe um, Ed was talking about finding a new place. You know, just maybe I need to let that place go. But I definitely need to get the fuck away from the other. Like, it's destructive. It's... I, I may end up in jail for putting that bitch in her place. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to do that. But I can't stand by and watch all the shit that he's going through and all the shit that he's doing to himself. Like, part of it feels intentional. Part of it feels like he's, you know, doing it on purpose. And I don't want to be manipulated like that at all. Is that Munchausen? No. To make yourself sick or need attention? Yes, it is. Munchausen syndrome? No, Munchausen's... Uh, Munchausen by proxy is when you do it through your children. you do it through your children. But Munchausen's in itself is when you do it to yourself. You make yourself sick or ill or oh, injured. Oh, yeah. I mean, you become so over-involved over Like, it's his, his way in of his life. getting attention has become quite extreme. And yeah, it can only really get he, worse from here. Like, he, literally, this yeah, guy is going yeah. to die. He like, keeps upping the ante. And, and the, and the ante, he doesn't have to try hard because his body is fighting and screaming at him and trying to tell him that it needs no, help. Why do you hold on to this it. shit? I'm not holding on to this well, shit. This know, shit is just I happening. Why. I know why. I Nick, know why. this shit is just happening, and I am getting rid of it. Like, you make it sound like I've been putting up for this with, for months or years, and it's just not that way. No, I understand. It's not that way. I, I understand. He's been, um, no, he's been helping you with your rent, and, um... He's only been prevalent for a couple years, and not all of it has been bad. A couple years. A couple months. God damn it. It's late, folks. It's 10-10. Calling it on January, February, February 15th, 2019. Thanks for listening. Sorry for the rambling. Sorry for the loud voices. I know that we both talk loud when we get passionate about what we're talking about. So do please forgive us for that. But thank you for listening. This is Jaded. I am Jody. And Nick, you don't want to play us out? Oh, I can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, please do.
Well, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>